A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the podcast. I read it online somewhere. Your science questions answered. Welcome to I read it online somewhere. Your first protocol for the weird science questions like can face masks stop smelly breath? I'm Ross and I'm a science teacher and I'm joined by my science teacher friend Andrew. Hi there. And science teacher's worst nightmare, Amy. Hey. So last week was episode 13. Uh, we recorded a superstition special, um, and unfortunately we did not touch wood because one of our microphones broke during it. Um, so Amy, your microphone broke during that. Yeah. Um, so if the sound quality wasn't great last week, um, apologies. Luckily Amy's loud enough that she was picked up on my mic. Um, <laughs> but I was going to say, I've rarely been told, especially by two teachers, that I'm quiet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But um, talking yeah. points. <laughs> <laughs> we need no. Me and Andrew need to address this because this week Ross has obviously been missing school because he hasn't been there for five days, and he has really gone all well, out. Wait, in hold on. The, the fir- script. I think the first thing is like he wrote the script for episode four. Writ- Sorry, <laughs> you've not been at school long enough either. He wrote. He wrote. He wrote. He he wrote the script for uh, like script. He wrote script fourteen, when script thirteen was still going. Like he did it right at the end of when we finished the thirteenth episode. Extra and, credit. Right. I'm sorry. Like I like the new intro, but uh, like yeah, new intro bits. Yeah, you just you just <laughs> snuck this up. He just snuck well, this That was up originally us. our plan back in the day, and just. Like, I just want to change it up a little bit, just sort of move us forward with the times, you know? In Ross's own words, and I quote, Professionalism. I just want to be more professional. <laughs> Speaking of, so, talking points for this week. Even though he forgot it the is, point he was about to I'm do. on the first week of my holiday. Andrew, you're on the second week of yours. I'm on the second week of mine. About... And I'm on day two of mine. Yeah, Yay. Amy took a few days off. How are you finding the holiday, Andrew? Yeah, it's alright. It's kind of nice, it's quiet, it's kind of nice to have time off, kind of just chill, I suppose, um, before the sort of next wee section. Um, I think as well with the upcoming uh, change in time, like the uh, clocks going backwards, um, that kind of... Well, they'll have gone uh, backwards by the time this episode's out, won't they? No. Just? Yeah, no. They, go back on, they go back on Sunday. No, they go back next week. No, this no. week. <laughs> it's this week. Oh, what? You're about to be <laughs> either an hour late or early for school on Monday. Late. Well, guys, if if I'm not there, then you know why. Um, but also, 
like I don't think I'd even notice now when the hours change because your clock, your phone changes automatically. I think the only thing that doesn't is your car. I've got a question. Will mm-hmm. Alexa change automatically? Yeah. Yes. You know we've got Alexa clock. That's connected to the internet. So yeah. Oh. Yeah. We're back into that situation of a worse situation of Y two K. When Y wait, hold on, what? <laughs> the Millennium Bug? Like what? Well yeah, because now now more things are connected to the internet. So like what happens if like it hits New Year and then we just all go oh, back right, to okay, like right. the year three thousand. Okay. Remember everyone thought that? Yeah, I know. That was weird. Yeah, everyone thought like <laughs> I just enjoyed the T V program that was on like, counting down the midnight as it was going in different countries and like waiting for all the pandemonium to happen and nothing happened. And there was eight hours of that coverage. Saved it all up for this year, didn't it? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Well, exactly. I think it was this year is the end of the Mayan calendar. If you take away like an oh, eight-year yeah. change, so mm-hmm. I also saw so that still got um, a few months to go. Potentially, it was because Jackie Bird wasn't counting us down to New Year's this year, so that and might that, that, is that fair. That might have been it, and you know what? Let's start a petition, and bring back Jackie. Maybe we should have spoke about that in our superstitious episode last week. Yeah. Speaking of uh, petitions, that could be related to social media, so let's link to that. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth link for us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, our Instagram followers have gone up, uh, so that's really good if you've uh, joined us recently. Thank Ross, you very much. Guess, no one's guess worried. in charge of Instagram. No one's worried about the Instagram. Let's be honest. We're all here for how many Twitter followers do we have this week? We have 29. In fact, I'm going to check. It was 29 yesterday, but last week I got a big surprise, so let's just have a little check and see how we're getting on. Amy's on it. She's on it. 29. 29. Oh, wow. Oh, here, that's quite good, though. That's up yeah, from last we're, week, we're, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, Ross, you're doing a super good job to get oh, 39 you, followers, and I've managed to get 463 on Instagram. So if you need any tips, let me know. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so please uh, follow us on any sort of social media. We've got Facebook as well, um, and we'll have done a live show, which would have been on Facebook Live on Friday. And uh, so th- YouTube and Twitter. And YouTube, yeah, and Twitter. Um, so I think you'll be able to watch that back if you're really sort of want some more science questions answered. You could uh, watch that back. Yeah, I just went to lean in to speak to. <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say. I was going to be like, yeah, send us your questions. We answer them live, and then realise that people will have already listened to it. And sent in yeah, their questions. It live, takes yeah. us all weekend mm-hmm. to edit this episode because there's. So much below hey, not not this week because you've been very professional with writing yeah. like an extra sentence. Yeah, so, so we're so good yeah. to go. But any more links? No, well, that link to <laughs> anyone want to say anything else before we do well, the actual thing we're here for? I want to say you've not asked me what I've been up to this week. That's because it was you should have had it in. You had it, we have an agenda, right? So agenda. We put bullet what? points in of what things we need to discuss, and if you wanted to discuss anything, you just had to pop it in there. Uh, you've not added anything, so we're I feel like on. I'm in a teacher's meeting. Of the office. This is what's happening. What, what about the bit that says any other business? That's at the end. So. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, anyway, I just want to tell everyone that I went golfing today for the first time. Oh, how was your oh, golf? Oh, how was that? Lot of bogeys. Oh. Every, do you know what? I was so optimistic. Every shot I hit, I was like, but if I get this, I'll get a par. And I'm like about 200 yards away from the hole. <laughs> and then it would be like, one time I landed on the green and I was like, if I get this, I'll be one under par. And then honestly, just put five <laughs> putts to get it in the hole. Um, but it was, it was actually quite, it was quite fun, but I don't think I'm ready to do 18. 
No, you, you were good though. You hit a yeah. few shots. Well, that's quite good. I drove me in a few of them, so that was good. Classic. I'm not a good golfer. So. <laughs> right, we're going to move on to what we read online this week, and we're going to start off with Andrew this week. Hello. So, um, I have got a, a wonderful article about um, a physical condition that I think we all suffer from. So Ooh. it's called, um, well, sorry, I'll read out the article. Uh, social media users are reporting a physical condition called smartphone pinky. Oh, I 100% oh. have it. <laughs> <laughs> so, tell you yeah, hold, um, uh, hold up your phones just now, like how you would hold them as if you were reading something. We do oh, have yeah, like yeah. the bigger, fo- slightly bigger phones. Yeah. So that's why I feel like I have to hold it mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, but you're not going to hold it like that. Not boasting. Yeah, for for um, non-viewers, because this is obviously not the live episode. Um, I'm oh, saying whoops. like holding my like phone as if it was a brick, right? Uh, but the other thing is like most people have their their pinky sort of underneath where the charging plug is. Certainly on an Apple, where the charging plug is, and um, people are starting to notice that you've got a tiny Cows. little divot. No, no, it's a divot right here. Oh, I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, so it's in between, it's sort of like in, your, in between the two knuckles. There's like a tiny oh, little I... divot, and it's and it's not, it, it might not be noticeable when you stretch your hand out, but see if you just have your hand sort of like limp, then it, you can see there's an actual divot, because I wasn't convinced, but there's an actual divot. Yeah, I've got one. Um, yeah, I do have that. However, I also have a little divot in the other hand, and I, I never hold my phone in my left hand. Keep superstitious like that. Oh. No, I just well, so this is the thing. So like, I I don't know like how how good or bad it is, right? Because mine isn't like mine is that I can see it, but it's not. No, it is more profound in my right hand than it is in my left hand. I feel like the groove was there first, and the phone just fell into it, and that's <laughs> maybe. But actually, see if you like the thing is though, if you feel feel, feel both of them. Well, this is this yeah. is part of it because. If you feel mm-hmm. both of them, I mean, it was not really going to be a massive evolution because it's happened after the fact, so it's not going to change your genetics in any way. So oh. it's probably not going to be an evolution; it's just an adaptation. But you're like, th- there's a little bit more, um, like kind of fatty bit tissue, I suppose, on my left hand than there is on my right hand. But yeah, I've also noticed this with my um, your index fingers. So mm-hmm. if you look at the screen just now, my index fingers uh, bend out the way. So if I put them at the top, so yeah, it is. But like, see yours, yours maybe go up to the top knuckle and then bend out. Mine bend at the middle knuckle. Really? So mine bend there. It's only my right one I feel bends out. Ross, what does yours look like? Yeah, mine's similar to yours. So yeah. Sorry. Now, so I this is I an have Xbox a th- thing I reckon. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Oh, that's what I think it is. That's what I've got my theory based on this. That because your hands are wrapped around a controller and you're pushing like L two R two, um, then it can <laughs> move up and down. So it, it's moved slightly. So, yeah. Oh. That's quite weird. Uh, but we often get like in the classroom. I always get asked about like, would we evolve an ex like something to hold your hand or something, um, your phone or something like that. Um. So I think yeah, it's good po- to point out that. It's anything that happens after we're born, we're not, yeah, like going to evolve. Like yeah, so it's pass it on to it's us, sort like. of the same reason, like why, um, it's it was the it's the it's it's the male nipple 
problem. What? Paradox. Why men have nipples? So, like, like. It'd just look weird if you didn't. It would. It would. But the fact is, like. Tell that to Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> Controversial. But like they um. Or you don't. I mean, the other ones you're foreskin. So the thought is that if you cut it off, then your children wouldn't necessarily have it but it doesn't matter because it's genetic so it doesn't Handy matter if you're american doesn't matter what you do afterwards it is like ross says it's it it has to happen before you burn <laughs> but um but yeah yeah so like it's it's not gonna we're not gonna evolve anything new from it um, i didn't realize that that was the di- uh, the difference sorry so like say if i was born with an extra finger and it was really useful for texting that could then be like an evolutionary thing because I was born with it. But say yes. if yeah, yeah, okay. yes, yeah. So because then, I didn't think then, that was then, the case. then ideally your offspring would also have it, and therefore, mm. then their offspring could potentially have it, and so on and so forth. Yeah. If, and if it's useful, then it stays. But if it's not oh. useful, it doesn't go. Uh, sorry, if it's useful, it stays. If it's not useful, it goes. Or, yeah. Or you. However, the society we're in now, like if something like that happened. Like a person with an extra finger isn't going to wipe out like half the population or have sex with half the population to mm-hmm. pass on that genetic trait to other people. So it's it would be a very slow evolution if that happened. Yes. Yeah. Whereas yeah. in other species, it can happen quite quickly. Like if you've got like a dominant male with a certain thing that can get passed on to the next generation. Yeah. yeah to a yeah. lot of the next generation. <laughs> right, we're going to move on to the next thing we read online this week, which is Amy. Okay, so I don't know why I picked this story, um, because I actually went like pre pre not camera pre microphone. I said to both of you, I don't think you guys don't know the science behind this, but then I think Ross teaches it, so I'm not sure. I don't know if it's one of these like made up science things. So we'll discuss it. Um. Okay, so the news article title was Enter the Matrix. Bonkers Boffin claims there's a 50-50 chance we're living in a computer simulation in mind-blowing study. Discuss. 500 um, words. Yeah, I can discuss quite a lot of this. Andrew, do you want to say anything before I... Before I destroy this? <laughs> well, I mean, like, from a statistical point of view... I thought it was more than 50-50. <laughs> 50-50 isn't, like, the most exciting thing, is it? I mean, 50-50 is quite... That's like a flip of the coin. Yeah, but I think it's... it's. I thought it was something like 90 to 10. Yeah, well, so 90% but, but, chance that we're living in a computer. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like... it's like We either are or we aren't. Mm? Yeah, I suppose. Uh, do, you want to, do you want me to explain why? And how no, you... but can I just tell you that this has got... Yeah. Um, so this is an astron- astronomer, is that right? Yep. Yeah. Don't know why he's involved. As long as it's not an astrologer, we're all okay. <laughs> so it's a, it's the astrologer Mystic Meg. <laughs> um, that darn no, extra house. <laughs> no. <laughs> Astronomer. Oh, man. Astronomer. This is like, what was the other word I couldn't say? Synonym. Before? Oh, synonym. <laughs> Astronomer. Enema. Columbia Uni. So like, oh yeah. <laughs> Columbia Uni, big uni. And then there's another person. He was evaluating a 2003 paper. Um from a uni, like Oxford Uni professor. So like big, big names. He was a philosopher and then this guy's an astronomer. But why is the astronomy club getting involved? 
Um, just think that's a bit just, random. I'm just going to casually throw it out. Did the study involve... Uh, now, Amy, I appreciate you probably aren't going to get this reference because you haven't seen The Matrix. But... The red pill. No, it's not the red <laughs> pill. But um, I, I assume this doesn't have anything to do with like a cat walking across the like landing twice. I mean, that is very random, but I can't see it. I didn't read anything about a cat. No. <laughs> okay. Should we discuss no. the science right off? So, basically, we've evolved to a point now where... Well, we're sorry, we're not quite there yet. We're at a point where in the next, let's say, 20 years, we could probably uh, run a computer simulation of like a whole world. Um, so the way to think of this is something like uh, The Sims. Um, so you know you control one person in The Sims, but the rest of The Sims all go around their life just based on computer programming. I don't know about you. I actually run a whole family on my Sims, but... <laughs> That's way too much effort <laughs> to get a whole family Advanced running. player over here. Um, so if you get a... Yeah, if, if we've got computers strong enough, they can basically simulate six billion or seven or eight billion people going around doing their various different things. Um, and... So if we're the first sort of human society to evolve, we'll create these simulations in 20 years' time, and then the people in those simulations will be in a simulation. However, what could have happened is that thing's evolved already, made the computers, and we are actually just basically like playing Age of Empires or something like that. We're just sort of going through history based on a previous civilization already. And then you just change little things, like you make Donald Trump president, or uh, you you do things just to mess around with stuff, um, just to see create a what virus. Happens. Yeah. So uh, if right. anyone's played Sim City, if you think of Sim City back in the day, then this is quite appropriate to twenty twenty. When you get bored and you get towards the end of the game, you like release Godzilla and like a hurricane and forest fires and stuff like that. I think twenty twenty is quite similar to that. So maybe we are going to be. The person's getting bored, whoever's running it's going to switch us off next year. Is that why I keep wanting to go into swing pools and take away the stairs? <laughs> oh, I see. That's not in this perversion. <laughs> I heard Sim City. Simply Sim City, but played The Sims a lot. Shout out to Bella Goff. <laughs> so, any comments about it being a simulation? Do you think we're in a simulation? Uh, I don't. I I don't know if we're actually living in a simulation, but I think like I think the exciting point is that we're we're nearing that point where our technology is going to be so advanced that we could potentially feel like we're living in a uh, um, simulation. Yeah, or, or create a simulation yeah. in a computer that's yeah. running away. Well, I think so. Like like if you look at the advances of VR right now. Like, they're absolutely fantastic. Like, the level of detail and mechanics that you have in it are absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I also feel like sometimes when you're thinking back a few days, like, you're... Like, living in the present is very sort of present. I can see and touch and feel everything. But you remember back a few days, like, that could be, program like, just put in by a computer. You don't know if that actually happened or not. This is very Black Mirror. Yeah, it's a bit. Mm -hmm. But you guys, just, I just don't know. I just don't agree with this at all. Yeah, but fifty-fifty. <laughs> we could be, we could not be. And the thing is, you just you wouldn't know. Uh, imagine, if, imagine if their Sims feel like this. So I'm creating these Sims, and imagine they are like think they're real people, and then all of a sudden. Yeah, but that's when you take away free and will. And then all of a sudden they're doing a podcast and discussing yeah. it, and. 
But oh, just no. you you go into the settings, you take away the free will option. It's dead easy. Yeah. Well, uh, I think Ryan Reynolds is doing a film about. Oh uh, yeah, he is. Um, uh, NPC that be- mm-hmm. becomes What's like an a NPC? non-playable uh, character. A non-playable character. <laughs> it's a someone, non-playable yeah, character. so like, so say for example, you're it's going in Jumanji. Uh, Do you remember yes, the yes, new Jumanji? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the um, Nigel. He just chats Whatever to you, but you can't is. do anything. Yeah, yeah. That's a non. That's an NPC. Yeah. NPC. Cool. Yeah. Right. Perfect. Right. We're going to move on to our next story, which is you. Me. Yeah. I forgot where <laughs> we were there for a second. Even though he's got a very <clears throat> professional script. Very I professional. Do. Very, very, very I professional. I forgot where it was. Um, so my story this week is a telescope. A new telescope um, has the most powerful camera ever and it's going to be completed next year but they took a test photograph to see uh if it worked um so i want you to tell me what you think they took a picture of so this is this is is going to be used to take pictures of stuff in space yeah but did they take a picture of space wait i'm not telling you is okay wait can i ask a question space is it is the camera is the camera in sp- is it going to go into space no no this is going to be a ground telescope so it's not is so it the going J- to be a 3.2 okay. megapixel camera 3.2 megapixels all right nokia 3310 aye 3.2 that can't be right is it like the iphone camera's better than that it says 3200 no. yes yeah, <laughs> 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 Wow. NASA haven't haven't <laughs> discovered iPhones yet. Wow, what happens? <laughs> Sorry, it does say three thousand two hundred. <laughs> apologies. <laughs> so the, it's got a three thousand two hundred megapixel camera. It's awful grainy. Um, and it's taken the biggest single picture. Um, and we're going to come back to that because there are. Well, we can talk about that now. There are bigger pictures. Um, so there's a picture of. Um, and Kuala Lumpur's the biggest one. It's a composite picture. It's like a panorama, essentially. Oh, that thing. Oh, I've seen that. That's mental. Yeah, and you so can zoom in and sort of see people yeah. like, sort Very of clear. miles away. Yeah, it's like a cityscape, but you can like zoom in like literally to someone's like window and you can see what they're doing inside, like as clear as day. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. So, they, so they've taken something on Earth. You just take a picture of something on Earth to check that this really powerful camera works. I would, if, okay, if it was me, I would probably just spy on Donald Trump and just see what he gets up to in spare time. Are you looking at his hands? <laughs> his hands? <laughs> well, he's got small hands. That, that was the big thing of the last election, is Donald Trump's got oh, small don't hands, so don't hands. vote for him. Yeah, I don't know. That's where all those small hand videos on TikTok come from. <laughs> ah, okay. Uh, I would do something like that, or... I would, I'd mainly just spy. Okay. That's what I would do. But okay. I don't know what they're taking a picture of. A um, or something really boring. Yeah, like you know, something that's going to stay still um, to take a good picture. It, it, is it on Earth? It's on Earth. Mount Everest. Give Andrew there you are. Uh, no, it is a Romanesco broccoli. A broccoli, just yeah. like a, a floret. Yeah, a floret of broccoli. Then a three megapixel camera would be absolutely fine for that. Yeah, maybe yeah. it's a three <laughs> megapixel. 
Right, but what, um, so yeah, but, I just I thought it was um, quite interesting. Obviously, I I teach physics, so I teach a lot of space stuff, so I'll keep an eye on the space stuff. Why, like, so wait, hold on. So you can zoom into the broccoli, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. but it's not as if you can like zoom into cells or molecules. No, it's just the biggest picture of a bit of broccoli. Yeah. Oh. Or a biggest, it's the biggest single picture in the world because the. It doesn't look that impressive. The other, the other big pictures are. Uh, like composite ones, so made up of, um, so a uh, lots of the space ones. Like there's one of the moon, and there's one of Andromeda. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, they're made up of lots of different pictures from Hubble, um, or the the moon one was something another. Uh, space it's, but it's like different wavelengths and stuff that give you an image, right? Yeah, but but, yeah. but even to, it's not like a single exposure because the. If you left it on that long, it would basically be like blurry because the Hubble would move in the time you'd need to take the photo. Mm. So it's actually made up of like four thousand different photos. Um, and the the big panorama ones, there's loads of them, but they're all made up of like thousands of different photos. Whereas this is the biggest. Oh right, photo. okay. Oh, that's quite impressive. It's yeah, so like then. taken with like a just a open closer lens, and that's it taking a picture. A Nokia thirty ten. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, a cyber shot. Do you remember them? I had one of them. Oh, the Sony one. The one Sony one where you had to pull out the camera from the side. Mm-hmm. Here, kids, this is what it used to be like. Uh, yeah, you used to pull the camera out. I've got it. It's awesome. I remember phones that didn't have cameras. just had snakes. Mm-hmm. That's the only Snake. reason you got a phone. Yep. You'd only hold ten messages. Mm-hmm. But it could but beat could someone away. You could program your own, uh, own ringtone. Ringtone, that was <laughs> yeah. amazing. Theme tune is the wrong word. Mm. Oh, your own okay. theme tune. Perfect. Um, so that's the end of our... I don't rub my hands. That's not good for the microphone. Uh, that's the end of the things we read online this week. So we're going to go over to the questions from the public. Amy. Questions from the public. Professional. Okay. Professional, professional. <laughs> so the first question we've got this week, it's a face mask one. Um, and it's, can face masks stop smelly breath? And that is from Lindsay. Now I'm guessing this is for other people. Not yourself. Yes. Yes, yes, I, yes. I definitely, like, you know when you break up in the morning, you go for your bacon roll down to Greg's or Bain's or whatever. Um, Andrew lives in Scotland. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, remember when you travelled two hours to get to Inverness to get a bacon roll in the morning? <laughs> Literally just to drive two hours back to get to school. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, sometimes you put a face mask on and your breast maybe not quite as fresh as it should be. Brush but I'm teeth. guessing this is for other people... Yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I think so. That, um, yeah, like it, it, I'm, I can see it does. Yep, that's it. That's it. That's it. Just you know, you know that you, you can. Did you work with someone with smelly breath that you're glad that they wear a mask? Yep, it's true. <laughs> that's right. You know, you know who you are. You know here, no, but like um, the thing is, it it, it, it will, <laughs> it will, it will actually make a difference because obviously it's designed to um filter out specific particle sizes, um, but yeah. and the the I, I don't know what the the sm- how what the smell size is, but it must be enough that it will stop it or at least reduce it significantly, mostly yeah. because you're not breathing on someone. Um, but yeah. you're also well, so, so it's back to that candle thing we did ages ago. If exactly. You can't blow a candle through a face mask. The air is just not getting through. Yeah. So, so where does it go? Well, no, 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 uh, no. The it, the air that it gets through, but it's not. It it's filtered out in terms of like it does get through because 
we don't oh, want yeah. we, we don't want to say people don't want to say we can't breathe in a mask <laughs> but um like it can, so it can like definitely breathe, and it moves around, so yeah, it's not yeah. moving at the same speed and it's not going Aye. direct maybe into someone's no face, uh, you, you could side you could potentially say it's at the top. refracted <gasps> no, no no you couldn't yeah Why? you could though you could <laughs> um or de- de- deflect speed, deflected is better but you could yeah. like it is deflected it's not it's going a partial muscle wave yeah. it's one of the acted yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um yes they can stop people having no they will they won't stop you having smelly breath but they can at least stop you from smelling it although the fact that we should be roughly about two meters away then that's kind of easier unless of course it's someone that you're living with and therefore if you're asking them to wear breath maybe that's other things that we need to talk about yeah yeah uh, i need to be honest you... for us this question is not from Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully if you live with someone you can broach the subject to smelly breath <laughs> um okay next question is from ailey and she has asked why does a can of helium not float away and i think i can answer that oh god so I imagine that helium is stored in like the big heavy canisters and I'll try and be sciencey here. Refraction, no, pH, no. Um what's my go to? Um like the mass something Ooh. the mass is heavier in the canister than Andrew's doing a lighter. I don't know why he's doing a lighter. I'm just gonna say lighter. <laughs> it was like charades. Everyone just missed that. But I reckon it's not, <laughs> is it not something to do with just the thing is heavier, so it's like just pulling you down. Lighter switch. Don't know what Andrew's doing. I don't know what Andrew's doing. Either. No, because that's... because like well like, the, well no because you've kind of already said it. So if I just answered it. Well, I think so. Yeah, um, I mean Ross, that must be the case. Ross is rubbing his beard as if he's like. <laughs> yeah. So um. <laughs> Here comes the science, the... kids. We still yeah. don't know why you were doing a, a oh, cause lighting cause a lighter. Because it's, it's lighter. You look like you're in a smoking no, area drunk, no, just going around asking someone for a light. Because it's lighter. Do you like that? The, the helium is lighter than air. Okay, I was not going to get that. Yeah, but so so if helium is lighter than air, why is it not floating away? Because the thing's heavy. So she was right. Okay, um, so something like the Hindenburg, which what? is pretty heavy... What's the Hindenburg? The Hindenburg the was Zeppelins. the Hindenburg. The, the Hindenburg was filled with hydrogen. Uh, that's yeah, why that's it works. A, it's another gas that's lighter than air. True. So ah, but yeah, but there, ah, yeah, but there was a lot of it in relation to its size. Science fights. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, well they, can they, we just agree? I was right. That's the answer. I mean, that is the answer. It's a bit. Right, of, it's a bit the answer. Yeah. I, he doesn't I want to give me the full credit. Yeah, that. The full credit. Okay, no. go on then, Ross. What's the um, answer? So it's to do with the pressure of the gas as well, because you can make a gas heavier by squashing it down. Oh yeah. Um. So if you so a gas, the particles are moving around. There's a lot of space between the particles. Like in the air in the room, there's a lot of space between the particles. Mm. But you can squash that down to a point where it can even almost become a liquid. Um. That's what's happening in these gas canisters. It's getting squashed down. So the actual gas is heavy as well. It's not just the canister. So the the gas, when it's squashed together, becomes heavier than air. So pressure and mass. There you go, Ailey. Quick question on (laughs) gas. Um, You know when you get gas in air, if you've hurt yourself and you're in pain, what is that gas? I was thinking, oh my God, is that helium? Because you know when you get a bit lightheaded when you suck helium, then I was like, wait, your voice doesn't go high though. I think so. Is what it, is it? Is it not nitrous? Laughing gas. I think. Yeah. Is it not nitrous? Yeah. What's nitrous? Uh, laughing gas. 
but all right. So it's so, but, it, but it's but it's but it's. <laughs> I thought nitrogen's really bad for you. But it's no nitrogen doesn't do anything. They, so it's too. Definitely, I'm thinking of um, carbon dioxide. No, what's the thing in cigarettes? Nicotine. Nicotine. <laughs> <laughs> for every cigarette, there is nitrogen. Oh, so it's, like, it's nitrogen because it's gas and air, so it's nitrogen. So it's a it's a higher air. mix, yes. Yeah, so you're not going to get like a full. Could you die from it, it now? Well, if you just go pure nitrous, you would because you need the oxygen. <gasps> so it's it's gas and air because you're getting oxygen in there as well. Which and is why what, you can't have too much of it. I think you you ha, you ha, you're limited to how much you can have. I don't know. I got it when I dislocated my shoulder and it made no difference. Wait, oh. yeah. yeah, did I? <laughs> I think about it. I got morphine. That made a difference. Morphine would make a difference, yeah. Yeah, but I remember the gas. Yeah, I did get gas there, and it just made me feel really sick. Um, but no, I was just curious. Good question. Yeah, but yeah, seventy-two percent of the air is nitrogen, so nitrogen definitely not bad for you. Just doesn't do anything. Yeah, what else is it in? It's in some. It's quite a big. It's a big name. On the old table, isn't it? What's the periodic symbol? Go. For what? Um, is it just like N, or it's not something like PF? For N? For nitrogen? Nitrogen. No, yeah. I love just testing Ross on random elements of the periodic table. Oh, okay. Um, titanium, go. <laughs> I couldn't that, think of is it. Is that laughing? Wait, hold on, wait. Do you mean, do you mean titanium? No, well, I was just, just oh, making up. Oh, right, okay. Just making up. I think that would be HA for ha-ha. No, there is one that's haha because it's a joke. No, no. Or it's helium and what's a? No, there's no, no, there's not. There's no, oh no, it's hee hee. No, there is a joke. Helium, hee hee. What yeah. happens? Helium is hee hee. Yeah. Uh, well, he he. H E, but. But hee hee. Mm-hmm. But there's no. Uh, yeah. Mm. Uh, I'm trying to think of. There's loads of chemical symbol jokes, but I just can't think of any right now. You mustn't be in your element. <laughs> <laughs> She that. did it. She Oxygen did and it. potassium went on a date. It was okay. Um I'll tell you I'll tell you another oh. salt joke? Nah. It's what's NA? That's in salt. Oh. No, what is NA though? Nah, cool. Nah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> if anyone wants to send us their um period table jokes. jokes. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, get them in. It. I I'll read. I read it with. I might. In fact, I might post one. I think we should do. I was listening to another podcast. It's a true crime one, and at the end of every episode, they give like a true crime fact. Actually, can I give you? Can I just tell you the one? The one that they did now. Yeah. It was. It is illegal in the UK to impersonate a policeman or an arms or a policewoman. Sorry, like someone from the police or someone from the army, but not a paramedic or a nurse or anything like that. So on Halloween, if you dress up as someone from the army. Or someone from the police, technically, you could be charged. Oh. Mm. Well, if I'm a slutty policewoman. <laughs> <laughs> you will be doubly charged. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I hope I would be arrested if I tried that. Okay, right. next, I'll do the next question from Niam. Oh, sorry, Neve. <laughs> um, sorry, that was really cruel because I actually love the name Neve. Um, why does tea taste better from a thermos? Um, so, yeah. D- metallic is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the metal that's in on the inside. So um, it can depend on what your like thermos is made out of. Um, 
lots of times they should be made out of glass on the inside. So it should be like a glass innard with a gap oh. with metal on the outside and then a, a, a small gap of air that's in a vacuum and then the metal on the outside, which co- which is why it could, keeps the heat in for a long time. But, um, or it might be glass shiny metal of some kind, uh, maybe like silver or... To refract? Or reflect? Reflect. No. Yeah, mm, the reflect and the also yeah. shiny surfaces are not good emitters. So if you've got a shiny surface, it'll keep the heat in more. So so it'll reflect heat back in and it'll stop heat escaping. Yep. That's why we have shiny things on one of our bedroom windows to stop the sun coming in. That is indeed well done. Yeah, we had loads of we got our west facing window and one of our rooms kept getting. Ross really loves hot. boasting about a west facing garden. <coughs> Every episode, you get it in. <laughs> um, so the sun comes in in the evening so the room was getting really hot so we put um, yeah, like a silver plastic sheet really just on the yeah, inside of the window yeah. and it reflects all the top well, some t- of it top tip yeah so in terms of like different taste like I've found this that I when I've used like a like a flask or something afterwards it doesn't taste right it kind of tastes like metally or something and I think mm. I, I don't actually know um I think it's very much a chemical reaction between the tannins in the tea and the metal that the flask is made of. Um, oh. So it will taste slightly different. Also, don't ever put mushroom soup in it because that just changes the taste of everything completely. And it's really hard <laughs> to like not have your tea or coffee taste like... Is it porous then? Thing. Would it like... No, I mean, it shouldn't be porous. Um is so clever there. You did. Very, very well done. Thanks. Um, but I, I don't think it will be porous. No. Oh, okay. No, well, I've also heard there's um, things for, like, if you're eating, if you use different metals in your cutlery, it can completely change the taste of food. Yeah, that's, so that, that takes us back like to... I don't know if like a similar thing here. Does that not take us back to, way back to episode one, where we talk about using uh, silver spoons or gold spoons yeah, in our so, tea? Yeah. Tea coming up again, guys. Tea coming up again. Ooh, well, there you go, Neve. Um, next question is from Christina, and I reckon she has heard this on a Zoom quiz because we must have got asked this question about five times during the Zoom quizzes. Um, but it's, why do babies have more bones than adults? I'm not even going to ask Ross because he's a physics teacher. I can't imagine <laughs> him knowing. I have no idea. I just know that they do fuse together, and babies have the creepiest dip in the middle of their head. Because the the like the yeah, you skulls. Can, like, squash the brain. Oh, it's disgusting. Their skulls yeah. split into like four <clears throat> different bits. But I assume you know, Andrew. Uh, well, you you've actually already explained it. So it's because the bones uh, fuse together. So um, like. But why? If you well, most of the time it's so that the baby can come out of the birthing canal, um, appropriately. So if you have like a full size head baby that's solid, it can't move. Ever so slightly, like it's not as if the like head completely caves in mm. as it kind of comes out, but um, it's so that the head can be moved and so that it, you know if babies are dropped or something, then they kind of bounce a little bit because their bones aren't fully fused together, um, which is why you need to do things like support the weight of the like you know how you have to like support the the neck, the, the yeah. neck and all that sort of stuff, and um, mm. because the bones haven't sort of fully formed or properly or have fused together properly. But, to um, me, that seems more dangerous. Like it seems well, to have like the head so exposed. It isn't. It isn't. It's actually like so. It's a weird product of our evolution. So oh. because we are bipeds, 
so we walk on two feet. It's a biped. Someone who walks. Someone who walks. Yeah. So a quadruped. Oh, it's is a bit. It's like, very Latiny that. Like yeah, bi, yeah. like two, like a bicycle, yeah. and then paired like Welcome pedometer. To science, everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woo. No, welcome yeah. to Latin yeah. S two. So the um so like because we're bipeds and because we stand up um we then can't hold on to our uh, children for as longer so therefore they don't have like during pregnancy so they can't have as long to mature and develop before they're born. Um, which is why, like, when we have children, the um, like you have to look well, after. In fact, you're yeah. saying we when neither of you are going to be able to have kids unless well, I just junior th- that film with Arnold Schwarzenegger is just, become a reality. I just thought we were all in this together, <laughs> <laughs> one voice. Yes, right. So we don't hold on to babies as long. So when you have a child, I fixed it. Then um, you have to look after that child for the first week while until they can like learn to sort of walk by themselves and all that sort of stuff. Whereas if you look at um, animals in terms of like four-legged animals, so anything that's a quadruped, mm. as soon as they have a baby, that baby like two hours, three hours later is up and walking. And it's because they've actually maybe held onto them like gestationally wise longer. It's probably not as yeah. long. It's not like we're so not talking about like uh... nine months. Like we're not saying... Oh well, they've not had on to them for like six or seven years, like until they've like given birth to them. But what we're saying is that in terms of their development, it's actually a significantly longer period of time before they they give birth. So therefore, the 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 baby has developed more. So I'm just thinking that our neighbours across the road have had puppies. Yep. And they come out and they can't. They can move around a bit, but they're they're not walking as like it's, it's not the same as a giraffe popping out you know when you see a baby giraffe come out and like two hours later yeah it's yeah around. but then so <clears throat> the thing is though you have to look at how many offspring they're having so a giraffe is maybe only having one maybe yeah, maximum okay. two whereas um uh, a dog is having you know six seven i think that's kind of common <clears throat> and therefore there's actually not enough room in the womb to keep them in there oh, for room longer. In the womb. Not enough room in the womb, said the innkeeper to Mary, and um, <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they have to they have to sort of have the children earlier. So it's a bit like when humans have have more than like three. Oh, so you've got twins. <clears throat> yeah, they they all they, they, they join they're born earlier because um, the otherwise it, it's not it's unsustainable. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. So I'm guessing when a baby's born, they've got that elongated head, and the bits where the bones are must be the bits that need protected. Yeah, yeah. So and that and bit in the middle must be the statistically the least bit to be damaged. Well, therefore the, that's the bit. The bit in the middle, there's just it's literally there's there's like the gap between the two hemispheres, and then the only bit that's really important is the corpus callosum, but that's like half that's down in the middle. So that's that's the join between the two halves. It's like a yeah. tiny little X. Um, but then yeah then it gets fused together and then if parents are really worried about it then you can get those like baby helmets that they can put on to make sure that they're protected mm. so yeah nice cool. I like that one um, and last question is from Alison and she's asked why do mushrooms grow in rings and I've got a theory yeah Yeah. so is it to do with the way it rains what do you mean I don't know like if rain comes down I'm just thinking of like my shower head and it's a circle. Instead of rain going up. <laughs> no, like, I don't know. Is it something to do... I don't know if there's any science behind this, but yeah, I don't know. 
Ross, Rave. do you want to? Ross, do you want to? <laughs> um, Why do you think? My main thought would be there's been an initial mushroom, that's grown, spread its spores everywhere, that's died away or been cut by a lawnmower, um, and then the next year, when they grow back, as those sort of offspring of the original fungus, um, will grow up as roughly a sort of, sort of circle away because that's where the spores have got to. My other thought is just that sorry, it's how it grows underground, grows in rings, but I'm not sure. Yeah, kind of. So, like, you're, you're kind of half right-ish. Yeah. So, it's not, though, necessarily to do with the spores. So, there will have been maybe a mushroom in the middle of that circle. So, most of the circles begin quite small. And what happens yeah. is, as the, the mushroom uses up all the nutrients within that part of the soil... It then moves. Um, it's um, there's tiny little um, little. They're not roots and they're not tendrils. I can't remember what they're called. Mycelia. I don't think that's right. Anyway, that it, it sort of sends out, and then the, that's where the other mushrooms grow. So then the circle gets a little bit bigger because there's more nutrients yeah. out there, and then so on and oh, so okay. forth. So they just get a wee bit bigger. Um, yeah, that does make sense. But it can take quite a long time for that to happen. Um, but obviously, like mushrooms are really important. So while a lot of people don't like mushrooms, they're they're literally the most important thing on our planet, after plants. So yeah, because they 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 breaks a whole lot of stuff down, so the plants can then reuse them. Yeah, so they they are really key for the, you know, Lion King circle of life. Because if they're not, if they don't grow, if they don't break down those, that trapped carbon, for example. Um, that's trapped in lots of different things, then that carbon can't get back into. So do we leave the, the mushrooms? <clears throat> we just had honestly overnight. We had so many in our grass. Um, like I mean, you can leave them. The thing is, like, but you don't have to. They're, they're like the thing is though, mushrooms will grow underneath the ground. It's only the fruiting bodies that hit, go out on the top. So yeah. a lot of mushrooms like live underneath the ground. So so the thing that's doing most of the eating of stuff is underground. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can't and then the bit that come up is basically just shooting up, firing off spores, yeah. and then dying. And then dying, nice. yeah. I don't know if you remember, like, it was like two or three years ago, we went to that uh, thing in Summerhouse that was the mushroom and the slime mold thing. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> so it was, part of, it was part of the Edinburgh Science Festival. Yeah, I remember slime molds. I we don't remember the, the slime mold stuff. Um, well, so slime molds are all part of um, fungi type. Yeah, organisms. Okay. They're they're of that branch. Um, I bet I've said that, and they're probably not. But um, yeah, slime molds are like the coolest thing ever. If you have an opportunity to watch a slime mold like work its way through a puzzle, it is one of the coolest things to ever watch. Yeah, there's something weird with slime molds that they do like they can like re like represent cities and how yeah. cities grow. Like if you put food in the same place. So as... what is this a fungus? Kind, yeah. kind of yeah. Yeah. But you see it like pulsating as it's like that growing. Is disgusting. It's like it's so pulses oh, it's and so it cool. sends out little tendrils. Yeah. It's like I'm um, glad I didn't come with you guys. It's basically just like Avatar. The trees are talking to each other. Yeah. The plants are talking. Ooh. So and talking about talking to each other. So is that Yeah, okay, yeah. Oh. Sorry. Right, I, I ask your question. So the stuff in the soil that's you get like little white stuff in the soil, is that like fungusy stuff? Like Throughout soil everywhere, um, or so, I've also heard someone that that might be not. the 
sort of web of like plants can actually communicate to each other and they use yeah, that so they're still like, tenderly stuff they're still not looking into roots. that it's yeah it's not roots but there is a way for plants to communicate with each other that's kind of becoming more common uh, or, or something that we know about i know but remember we spoke about what like a few episodes back where grass can tell you that it's distressed by the smell yeah. of freshly yeah. cut grass so uh, i i think we we don't know loads about plants just yet um but it is quite exciting. Which is weird because they're like, they don't move. It should be like one of the easiest things. To, yeah, they, they, we should be able to work They're just so different out. from our life. That yeah. Well, speaking about communication and our life, um, if you've got a question that you want to send in to us or you want us, <laughs> professional, uh, you want to talk to us about any of the science that we've talked about, um, please drop us an email at iredos at gmail.com or drop us a message on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and now uh, YouTube, um, at iReditOS. Um, please tell everybody about our podcast, share it far and wide. We really like reading the reviews, and we really appreciate everybody who's sent a review so far, and uh, we will see you next episode. So, bye. See you then. See ya. Do, do. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.